Hey, it's Sunday night at PNWR, and that can only mean one thing. It's time for another episode of Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm your host, Mark Gladstone, and tonight we're going to be talking about my dirty little secret, sort of. Any of you who know me, and know my bands, Head and Abandoned Paris, even Stone Poets, you know I tend toward the darker side of music. I like to be able to dig in, grab hold, bear my teeth. I like depth in my music. Well, my dirty little secret is, I really like pop music too. I'm talking about really well-written pop music, not the carbon copy, cookie cutter format that's regurgitated on pop radio year after year when all that really changes is how much auto-tune they use on the vocals or how much quantizing is being done. In my world, there's definitely a point where it's too perfect. I hear horror stories, to me at least, of producers who tune guitars for every chord in a song. That means stopping, tuning, then playing the chord, then stopping, tuning, and playing the next chord for the entire length of the part. Let's say it's the chorus of the song. They don't have to do that for every chorus though, because they'll probably just fly that lifeless tuned piece of shit in for every chorus, taking even more life out of the song. Then they make the timing flawlessly perfect as well. They don't even refer to it as timing. It's called a grid to them. And they stick everything tight to the grid, so tight that no human being could ever play that perfectly. The result is you've got a perfectly in tune perfectly in time track with perfectly auto-tuned vocals. Everything is perfect. Yeah, perfect garbage. Really, really expensive garbage. But no matter how you dress it up, garbage in is garbage out. So I'm not talking about that kind of pop. That stuff can stay right where it is, on mainstream radio, where it belongs. All the kids in their $400 court shoes are welcome to that crap. I'm talking about real songs. Real hooks that grab you and don't let go. Real writing. So I guess it's not really a dirty little secret. It's real music, and I'm always on board for that. So tonight's show is called Pop is Not a Four-Letter Word, because I think the term pop music gets a bad rap in the industry, partly because of the methods I just described, but pop music is much bigger than that. It's not all auto-tune, robotic timing, and formulas. The first song tonight is from a former pop artist who used to record the type of music I was just complaining about. But she's definitely grown into a real musician and songwriter. Plus, she's Canadian. Born in Ottawa, Ontario, Alanis Morissette's career has grown along with her songwriting quality, something that, unfortunately, is not always true. But she's sold more than 60 million albums worldwide now, and she's referred to as the queen of alt-rock angst by Rolling Stone. This one is from her Flavors of Entanglement album, which is the third album released under her own production. Incidentally, Morissette's ex-manager, Todd Schwartz, has just recently pled guilty to embezzling almost $5 million from Alanis while he was managing her. That has nothing really to do with the subject of tonight's show, but I hate that shit. And sadly, I could probably do an entire show on those assholes. There's a lot of them out there. Anyway, so I'm glad it gets decided in her favor. The song is Citizen of the Planet. It has some really cool ethnic sounds and percussion, 
Alanis herself on some great production, and a really catchy chorus. It's definitely from the pop rock category for its power and punch. This is from Flavors of Entanglement, released in 2008. You're listening to Alanis Morissette on Pacific Northwest Radio. Thank you. 
I love the Eastern flavored string lines in that tune. Some great music in there and lots of imagination in the production. You're listening to Pop is Not a Four Letter Word on green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream, and I'm your host, Mark Gladstone. You may not know the name Justin Curry. Maybe you don't even know his band, Delamitri. A Scottish rock band formed in 1983 and still together though they were dropped from Mercury Records in 2002 and haven't released anything since then. But Curry himself has, as a solo artist and with a few side projects. I'm going to play a song from an EP he released in 2008 called No Surrender. A bit of a departure for him, as there's lots of horns in this tune especially. A really cool mix of brass and some bass synth stuff. Curry himself kind of defies categorization. His stuff is singer-songwriter, it's rock, it's pop, it's even country rock sometimes, but he's been one of my favorite songwriters and lyricists since I bought the first Delamitri album in the late 80s. This is Get To Me by Justin Curry from a very hard-to-find solo EP released in 2008 called No Surrender, and you're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio.
Welcome back to Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm your host, Mark Gladstone, and tonight we're looking under the big wide umbrella of pop music with Pop is Not a Four-Letter Word. The last song you heard was Get to Me by Justin Curry of Delamitri fame, a song bordering on pop and rock, even a little R&B in there. This next band will likely be new to you. From Venice, California, the band's name is Venice, and I'd never heard of them until I saw them at a live bar outside of San Diego called The Belly Up. I was immediately impressed with their harmonies, first of all, reminding me a bit of the Jayhawks or Crosby, Stills and Nash. The band was started back in 1977 by two cousins, and since then, one brother of each of the cousins has joined forces. So now, everyone in the band has the same last name. Kip, Mark, Michael, and Pat Lennon are Venice, and they fill the band out with bass and drums for their live performances. Kip and Pat Lennon are the younger brothers of the Lennon sisters, so there's a fair bit of music in that family. As well, Kip, Mark, and Pat were all on stage live with Roger Waters during the Wall Tour, singing harmonies for that show. To date, Venice has found their biggest success in the Netherlands. In 2003, the band won an Edison Award, the Dutch version of the Grammy, for Best International Artist beating out superstars U2 and Coldplay. In that country, Venice's singles are a mainstay on radio. Their tours sell out consistently, and they've been guests on tons of TV shows, most notably Two Meter Sessies, a popular primetime program that devoted three entire half-hour episodes to the band. The Venice Two Meter Sessies CD has gone gold. So again, we find that Although the music world is getting smaller and more unified all the time, the world is still a really big place, and bands that do extremely well in one region are not even heard of in another. So now you know these guys. Download something. They have 18 albums out, but I doubt they're getting rich on the strength of Holland alone, so support them if you like it. This is Venice, from the aptly titled 2002 EP, You Don't Even Know Me, you're listening to I Can't Breathe on Pacific Northwest Radio.
Really great vocals in that band. Check them out some more on your own. That was Venice from Venice, California, with their song, I Can't Breathe, from the 2002 EP, You Don't Even Know Me. You're listening to pop music, good pop music, on green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream. So, pop is not a four-letter word, is the title of this show. To me, pop music is catchy, very melodic and singable, and not complicated in its design. So progressive rock doesn't qualify. Jazz doesn't. But some rock does, so much that there's a genre named pop rock. The word pop is huge, but it still invites a sneer from musicians at times. Not sure why. There's good pop and there's not so good pop, just like in all genres of music. I figured I'd play only from the good side tonight. I played a band named Blue October before on this show, one of my favorites. And now you'll be happy to know there's a sideband project for the Fersenfelds. Apparently the drummer of Blue October, Jeremy Fersenfeld, heard an album from a band called Long Wave, loved it, and introduced it to his brother, Justin. They both count Long Wave's album, The Strangest Things, as their personal favorite. I guess it was only natural they'd ask the singer and guitarist Steve Schiltz from Longwave to be involved in a side project for both bands called Harvard of the South. So far, they only have one EP out, but they're busy building a buzz for their project and Harvard of the South has opened many times for Blue October Live. So this is Harvard of the South from their 2015 EP Miracle and the song of the same name. You're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio. Tonight will become tomorrow. You're slipping away. It's now or never. It's no sacrifice to follow. Tonight, I love you forever. Tonight will become 
that's what I mean by a catchy melody. It gets stuck in your head and you're happy to have it there while you walk around humming it long after it's finished playing. That's pop music to me in a nutshell. That was Harvard of the South with the title track from their debut release, Miracle. You're listening to a show called Pop is Not a Four-Letter Word and Green Beans, Mushroom Soup and Strawberry Ice Cream. I'm your host, Mark Gladstone, and we're venturing into the slightly more electronic side of pop now. The Sneaker Pimps are a British trip-hop band mostly, though their music, depending on the track, has elements of pop, new wave, funk, dance, and alternative in it. The band released three albums and went through some major changes during their stay. The first album, Becoming X, featured a female vocalist in Kelly Dayton, sold more than a million copies and got them signed to Virgin Records. They toured that album for two years, after which it was obvious the band's slightly changed new direction fit better with founding member Chris Corner's vocals, so they let Dayton go. And as a result, Virgin let the band go. The band released two more albums with this format and had one more ready to be released, but they broke up before that could happen. So the last official album for the Sneaker Pimps is Bloodsport from 2002, and this song is from that album. This is Kiro TV on Pacific Northwest Radio.
Pretty heavy sounding chorus in that tune, and again, very catchy. That was the Sneaker Pimps with Kiro TV from their 2002 release, Bloodsport. This is green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream, with pop is not a four letter word. And I'm your host, Mark Gladstone. Here's a band I've played a few times on this show, even gone so far as to blame some of their lack of success on their name Toad the Wet Sprocket. They picked the name from a Monty Python skit, as lead singer Glenn Phillips is a big fan. And that's all well and good, but I don't really think it was a wise career move. Though with seven full-length albums and one EP to their credit, they've amassed a good-sized cult following for sure. I'm going to play a song from their second-last album, Coil, after which there was a 16-year break before releasing their last full-length album, New Constellation. That album, incidentally, is a great place to start if you don't own any Toad the Wet Sprocket. Always great songwriting, thoughtful lyrics, and always, always a really good bridge. I find some writers almost throw the bridge away. Glenn Phillips uses it to elevate the song even higher. Check that out on this tune. This is Toad the Wet Sprocket from the 1997 release of Coil. This is Whatever I Fear and you're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio. There's almost nothing left And you eat my kind for breakfast What did I expect to come here and find anyone? Find open arms to greet me and friends to feed me I sicken myself so much And you eat my kind for breakfast You eat my kind Whatever I feel the most is Whatever I see before me Whenever I let my guard down Whatever I was ignoring Whatever I feel the most is Whatever I see before me Whatever I have been given Whatever I have been Myself this way, I am a monster. I believe seeing is believing. Is there no doubt left? When I wake up, I poison myself. And poison gives no appetite. I sicken myself so much. I sicken myself so. Whatever I fear the most is whatever I see before me. Whenever I let my guard down, whatever I was ignoring. Whatever I fear the most is whatever I see before me. Whatever I have been given, whatever I have been Do we expect these things to change? 
expect these things to change by waking up and suddenly there they are and all I need is a starting place and nothing ever seems so hard. The lyrics are good but his delivery is what makes that bridge work so well. That was Toad the Wet Sprocket with Whatever I Fear on a show all about pop music and the different forms it can take. This is Green Beans, Mushroom Soup and Strawberry Ice Cream and I'm your host Mark Gladstone. I've been a piano teacher for most of my life, whenever I'm not on stage with my own projects. So this next song I'm going to play is a bit of a guilty pleasure and definitely a proud moment for me. The band is called Half Moon Run, formed in Montreal in 2010, and one of the members, Connor Melander, is a former student of mine. Connor's credited with vocals, guitar, and keyboard in the band. I saw the band recently, just a couple of months ago, at the Orpheum in Vancouver, and I couldn't believe the following they have. I'm pretty sure a lot of you listening right now have never heard of Half Moon Run, but the Orpheum was full that night, and most of the audience were singing along with the songs. After the show, my wife and I hung out for a bit, wondering if they'd come out to the merch table, maybe, but there's no way they could have. They would have been mobbed. It was a great show, their harmonies are amazing, and most of the band members are multi-instrumentalists, so the switching of instruments on stage is pretty damn cool. They also have a pretty good international following, having recently and very successfully toured London, Paris, Ireland, Belgium, Amsterdam, Germany, and most of the UK. This song is called Nerve, and it's from their debut album, Dark Eyes, released in 2012. This is Half Moon Run on Pacific Northwest Radio.
it's fickle and it feels so cheap But I can rest and I can feel it eases My friends don't know they have to just listen I'm at a loss cause I'm living it It's not to say that I'm giving it It's just that this is how it's always been And it comes as no surprise It's like a incredibly talented singers. That was Half Moon Run, including my former student, Connor Melander, with their song, Nerve. This show is called Pop is Not a Four-Letter Word, on green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream. And I'm your host, Mark Gladstone. Next up is a bit of funk, a bit of pop, and a bit of reggae, all rolled into one. Robbie Williams has had a pretty solid career, starting out as a member of Take That, and a healthy solo run between and after that. Williams was a member of Take That from 1990 to 1995, and then again in 2009 until 2012. He is the best-selling British solo artist in the UK, and the best-selling non-Latino artist in Latin America. Six of his albums are among the top 100 biggest-selling albums in the UK, And in 2006, he entered the Guinness Book of World Records for selling 1.6 million tickets of his Close Encounters tour in a single day. Williams has received a record 18 Brit Awards, winning Best British Male four times, and two awards for Outstanding Contribution to Music, and the 2016 Brits icon for his lasting impact on British culture. Eight German Echo Awards and three MTV European Music Awards. In 2004, he was inducted into the UK Music Hall of Fame after being voted the greatest artist of the 1990s. So yeah, he's a pretty big deal. The song I'm about to play is from his solo career between his two stints with Take That. From the 2005 release, Intensive Care, the song became a massive worldwide success for Williams, debuting inside the top 10 in most countries around Europe, including number two in the UK, spending six weeks inside the top 10 and 15 weeks inside the top 75. The single reached number one in the Netherlands, Argentina and Germany, Portugal, Italy and Taiwan. In Switzerland, 
the single was certified gold. In Mexico, the song reached number nine and became the 11th most played track of the year. In Australia, the single peaked at number seven and went on to sell over 35,000 copies. Again, certified gold. So this is the golden voice of Robbie Williams from 2005 with his song Tripping, which is actually about gangsters and their way of life, right here on Pacific Northwest Radio. First they ignore you, then laugh at you and hate you. Then they fight you, then you win. When the truth dies, very bad things happen. They're being heartless again.
The opening lyrics from that last tune, first they ignore you, then laugh at you and hate you, then they fight you, then you win, is actually a paraphrase from a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. That was Robbie Williams and Tripping, a huge worldwide hit from 2005. You're listening to Green Beans, Mushroom Soup and Strawberry Ice Cream. We're exploring pop music tonight and there really is some amazing pop music out there. Butterfly Boucher will not be instantly recognizable to most, but it's actually the name of the singer of this next song. Her real name at birth was Butterfly. Coming from a large family in Adelaide, Australia, she grew up with seven sisters, four of them named Sunshine, Eden, Angel, and Harmony. So Butterfly isn't a huge stretch, I guess. Besides her own solo career, she plays bass and sings in the three-piece El Macho and tours with Sarah McLaughlin playing bass and singing backups. She also recorded a duet with David Bowie singing his song Changes on the Shrek 2 soundtrack. But on her solo stuff, she's credited with singing and playing almost everything, including guitars, piano, violin, drums, keyboards, programming, art direction, engineer, mixer, producer, and video director. Wow. Okay, so she's a pretty talented lady. This is Butterfly Boucher from her 2003 release, Flutterby, and the song Another White Dash, here on Pacific Northwest Radio. Sitting, sitting next to you And I was 
about change, about packing up only what you need and leaving, watching the white lines on the road disappear behind you. There is something exciting about leaving everything behind. There is something about having everything you think you'll ever need sitting in the seat next to you. That was Butterfly Boucher with the song Another White Dash. This is pop is not a four-letter word on green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream. I'm your host, Mark Gladstone, and this next tune is another repeat offender on this program. One of the most often referred to albums in my collection when talking about bands who should have made it further than they did is an album called Opaline by Dishwalla. J.R. Richards sings this stuff like he lives it. A very emotive style. He sounds like he means every word every time he sings. Richards left the band a few years back, though, and Dishwalla has carried on. The new singer is Justin Fox, known more for his engineering and production in the past. Recently, he was credited as assistant engineer on Katy Perry's Prism album. Apparently, the band is working on a new album right now. I'm looking forward to hearing them with the new singer. Dishwalla is from Santa Barbara, California, and their biggest song was Counting Blue Cars from their debut album. But I'm going to play one from the album that never got what it deserved. This is from Opaline, released in 2002. This is Somewhere in the Middle by Dishwalla on Pacific Northwest Radio. Bye. 
this look that of an angel it was such a bad disguise when you drink it makes you angry when I drink I want you more and more and more again the lyrics are good but it's the delivery of Richard's voice that puts that line over the top this is pop is not a four-letter word on green beans mushroom soup and strawberry ice cream and speaking of amazing singers here's another of my favorites how about the line I'm burned by all the fire that spread within my house. You put them there so you can put them out. That's such a great line. Jimmy Necco has one of the most incredible vocal ranges I've ever heard and sings with such raw power it hurts my throat to listen to it. The band is called Ours. I saw them once at Richards on Richards in Vancouver and I couldn't believe that all that sound was coming out of him. He's not a very big guy, but he sure has a big voice. Ours is pretty much a rock band with U2 and Muse influences. Their first album was even produced by Steve Lillywhite of U2 fame. But this tune is definitely a pop song. It's also one of the only songs by them that Neko doesn't show off his range. Just a really beautiful melody and a heartfelt song. This is Ours from the first album, Distorted Lullabies, released in 2001, and the song Meet Me in the Tower. This is Pacific Northwest Radio. I'm paralyzed from head down Unrealized, pushing their doubt I'm burned by all the fire that spread within my house You put them there so you can put them out
Listen carefully right to the end of that last song. The bass player plays this crazy line on the double chorus, and it's so cool. He just plays into the fade that way. It's nowhere else in the song. I love that shit. Some more lyrics from that song. I am like a big strong cable. I'm like a girl, soft inside. Finally today, I'm able to put you in the ground. A song about loss and how we deal with it. That was Meet Me in the Tower by Ours, and you're listening to pop music on green beans, mushroom soup, and strawberry ice cream. I guess most of this program has been pop songs that you've never heard before, though not really by design. It just happens that way, I guess, that some of the best songs out there are not distributed widely. Well, this one was. You've heard it before, and it's pop, and it's amazing. Amanda Marshall is Canadian, born in Toronto, Ontario, and she had one of the best debut albums I've ever heard. Really strong stuff. The album generated six top 40 hits and achieved diamond status in Canada. Only one of those songs translated to the American market, however. Her song Birmingham crossed the line and charted at number 43 there. Amanda Marshall actually cut her teeth with Jeff Healy. Healy heard her singing in a local bar on Queen Street in Toronto, when she was still a teenager, and he was struck by the power and emotion of her voice. He took Marshall on tour with him for quite some time after that. 
To date, she's released three albums, then got into a legal battle with her record company over the disbursement of money from her singles after firing her management in 2002. Her absence from the music scene since is mostly due to that, and the case is still not settled, so she can't even talk about it. She's still playing live, however. She'll be at the Thunder Bay Blues Festival later this year, and she apparently has a new album ready to go, but it was slated for possible release in 2013. I haven't seen it yet. Hopefully, the legal battle is resolved soon. The bigger crime is how these things lock a real deserving artist away from what they love to do. Canada needs Amanda Marshall. This song is from her first album, titled Amanda Marshall, released in 1995. The song Let It Rain on Pacific Northwest Radio.
Some great players on that album. Kenny Arnoff on drums, Leland Sklar on bass, David Tyson on keys, and the writers, besides Marshall herself, include Dean McTaggart, David Tyson, Mark Jordan, Christopher Ward, and Kristen Hall, who wrote the tune I just played, Let It Rain, from Amanda Marshall's first album. Pop is not a four-letter word is the name of this show, and Green Beans, Mushroom Soup, and Strawberry Ice Cream is the program you're listening to right now on PNWR. There are lots of others here, too. Check out Lyrics, Slip Into the Fray on Thursday nights, and Thomas Greco's The Artist Showcase series on Monday nights, and lots more, all at 9 p.m. and again at 11 p.m. Every night of the week, there's something going on here at PNWR. As far as well-written pop music goes, you'd be hard-pressed to find better than Keen, a band from East Sussex in the UK. The band was founded by a guitar player named Dominic Scott, but he left the band before they released their first album, concerned that the band was going nowhere fast. So the band placed the keyboards front and center instead and didn't replace the guitar. The keyboardist, Tim Rice Oxley, won the Ivor Novello Award for Songwriter of the Year since, and the band is one of only four bands total to have two albums simultaneously in the top 20 in the UK. The others are The Beatles, Oasis, and Radiohead. That's some pretty lofty company. They've gone on to sell over 10 million albums worldwide, and their debut album, Hopes and Fears, is listed as the ninth best-selling album of the 2000s decade in the UK. So you see, kids, if you believe in something, stick it out. If it's real, others will come around eventually. I wouldn't want to be known as the founding member of Keen who left the band before anything happened. So this is Keen from the 2004 single release of the hit single Somewhere Only We Know. This is actually the B-side of that single, also found on the Japanese version of the album Hopes and Fears. This is Snowed Under, and you're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio.
That was Keen with Snowed Under from the year 2004. I remember watching Keen perform at the Commodore in Vancouver, probably eight or nine years ago now. They didn't even have a bass player at that time. Just a piano player and a drummer, and there's this singer, Tom Chaplin, out front of almost nothing behind him, supporting him, singing his ass off. I was already a fan because of the Hopes and Fears album, but if I hadn't been, that night would have converted me. The last song I'm going to play tonight is by a band called Ringside. Ringside is from Hollywood, California, and is largely the brainchild of singer and writer Scott Thomas. He lists his influences as The Stooges, The Clash, T-Rex, and Depeche Mode. So there's a bit of attitude in his pop referred to as indie rock with electronic beats. I'm going to go out on a limb here and call it pop music. The song I'm going to play was featured in the movie Doom and on the TV series Six Feet Under. There's a real haunting, sexy, cool vibe going on in this tune. Some great production ideas and Scott Thomas' voice really shines. Check out the synth sound in the chorus. Very hypnotic. This is from the self-titled album, Ringside, released in 2005. The song is Struggle, and you're listening to Pacific Northwest Radio.
Hey, thanks for listening tonight. Hopefully, I've convinced you that pop is not a four-letter word. But if not, I'll probably try again. I don't give up easily. Check out some of the bands I just played if you don't know them. None of them are one-hit wonders. They all have tons of good stuff. If you missed some of this show or other shows, you can download anything from PNWR as podcasts now. Just click the on-demand button at the top right of our page and listen when you want to listen. I'll be with you next week, same times, same station. Until then, be safe, play smart, support your local music, and rock out with your cock out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>